Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab along and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Mero Climo. <laughs> <laughs> Are we recording? <laughs> I, just, a, I want to tell you something right now. Yes. Is uh, it my coffee stain? No, no. Looking at you today, I just feel like <laughs> uh, you are in rare form. I know. This is also a funny one where I'm like extra pumped up and you're hungover. I'm so, not really hungover oh. as much as I am just like, it's morning time. Uh, I haven't talked to a human yet, so my voice tell. is all like... I sound like I've got a tracheotomy or whatever those are called. Like, hello. Oh, yeah. And I feel like I'm like Arnold Schwarzenegger right now. I, I want to eat spinach and just like lift up your couch for some reason. And I show up and everyone is wrapped in blankets and I feel like everyone looks like they have the flu. Oh, and no, no, no. We're just comfortable. Okay. Me We're about pu- to go on a puppy. ride. Yeah. You guys look very comfy and cozy. Yeah. No, uh, I can just tell something is up with you. Something is up. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is such a weird thing to have. But I'm having a little of like location anger today. Location anger? Yeah, langer. <laughs> langer. <laughs> I'm a linguistic. But um, okay, so San Diego is beautiful. We love it. it. It's America's finest city. Blah blah it blah. Is. I feel like maybe a few years ago, it used to be America's <laughs> finest city. But lately, we just have to admit as a city that the homeless problem has gotten really out of control. Okay. The downtown kind of smells like urine. <laughs> the traffic from LA has crept down here. So I'm not creepy. being a hater. I love San Diego. I'm just saying that it's like the really, really pretty girl in high school that like a few years after she may not be homecoming queen, but she still like looks in the mirror and sees that. So she needs to wake the hell up and do a cleanse or something. So my location anger only seems to happen on like Friday or Saturday nights. Wait, why? Because I feel like there's nothing to do here in San Diego. In San Diego? Yes. And people are going to say, oh, muse- you have museums, movies bowling but like i do that monday through thursday there's something about the week where i'm fine and doing things and then it comes to friday night and i think of like every little pocket of san diego i don't want to be in like i've been to old town 
I know Balboa Park. We've been there like once a week. Yeah. We, I feel like we go everywhere once a week. And then when it comes to Friday or Saturday Wait, night. Yeah. Maybe that's the problem is you're going to these places that are kind of. Uh, like touristy. Yeah. Touristy. Like Balboa Park. I try to stay away from there as much as possible. But that's the one thing that people say. You got to go to Balboa Park. You oh, got to go to the zoo. There, you got to go to the. It's like, yeah, but every time I go, I'm just I'm irritated because <laughs> I'm surrounded by people who are just like. I don't know. Clearly not from here, and which is great. I, I love that our city brings people here. Uh, but you've got to go do stuff that's kind of off the beaten path or you're going to get fucking bored. Like tonight, do you know of any like art exhibits? Or yeah, I'm sure we can figure something really? out. Really? Okay. Yeah. Guess what? I Let's think hang we out need... tonight. Okay. I'd okay, be down. Okay, perfect. I think we need to start like, not we, but just... All, everyone listening together we need, need to like take a tango class or something to challenge okay. a tango taking a tango class seems like the most basic thing that you could do of like, like your therapist yeah, is it's like, like i need to go to yoga or something this city needs to go to, no we do enough yoga right what you need to do is lower those expectations of like what your friday night should be like it's okay to stay in but we stay in so much too oh. and here's the other thing is i'm i'm one half of a planning couple and my boyfriend doesn't get a lot of social time during the week right cuz he's got a crazy schedule yeah so when it comes to friday he's looking to have fun with his friends i'm looking okay. to like i i don't know why but i picture myself in like central park or west hollywood and then it gets me super angry that it doesn't seem like there's like stuff to do, which there is stuff to do. It, it Listen, uh, that sounds like grass is always greener a little bit, doesn't it? Like, yes, if you were in New York, there'd be a little bit more going on. Definitely. Right. Uh, L.A. I can see what you're saying. But people who live in L.A., the you know, all my friends that live close to L.A. and Burbank or whatever, they're like, you got to choose one thing to do. And that's the only thing you're doing for the day because it takes you all you day to do that one and thing. Everything. Yeah. And L.A. is not a town that you just walk around. You know what I mean? I don't what, are you, what are you going to go to the Hollywood walk of whatever yeah. and, and see the stars? Dude, that's going to be get old of about 30 seconds. Like, oh, look, Clint Eastwood star. Okay, <laughs> now what? Nothing. There's a burger lounge over there or in and out or, you know what I mean? It's right. Like, it, it, it's, again, it's touristy. There is so much going on in this city. Some dark shit. Ooh, Let's I would get like into to do like an underground shit. tour yeah. of it. Okay, that makes me feel better because when I think about what we do all the time like the thought of just either staying home and playing like, i think this has something. more to do with uh dare i say your relationship than it does with this city no uh, no because i love hanging me. out with my relationship i know but like now he he has expectations to do yes. something and you kind of don't want to do anything because you've done it you're on weird schedules yes and if you worked a nine to five and or whatever he's working what like a 4 a.m to Something. Uh, yeah, like, uh, like, three thirty a.m. to 30 about eleven. To yeah. eleven. So then he's done at eleven a.m. for his day. Mm-hmm. You're just like warming up, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, and then you go till what time? Eleven at night. Eleven at night. What time does he go to bed? Six p.m. See, this is. I love the nightlife. <laughs> I like to boogie. No, because then usually, then I do what people would do on a Friday night. I go out to dinner. Right. I'll go to comedy That's shows. That's what I'm saying. By Friday, you're not into it. I have it. a full on. Yeah, you do it all Monday through Thursday. Right. And then and he's I... like, "Give me that Friday," and you're like, "Fuck Friday." Right. So now you're having this issue. It's the clash of the titans, <laughs> and so <laughs> if I could put it mildly, and yeah. so what we're dealing with is me wanting to hang out with him. But also like being weird in particular. And then I have this other whole side story about like <laughs> that I want to be carriage riding in like Central Park together what? or something. I know. Carriage riding. I don't know. I picture myself like I feel like there's different like linear me's. What's going on here? A lot of Something's good stuff. Something's going on. I've been juicing a little bit. You too. have? Yeah. 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 Getting all weird on me. Getting all weird. Uh, uh, 
and the other thing too is that now all of my friends seem to either live in Los Angeles or be pregnant or have a baby. So when I look <sighs> through my like mental Rolodex of who I used to be friends with, <laughs> it's like, oh no, she's like, like, I don't know. Hmm. I, so I feel like I went from a million friends. Oh, is that what this is about? Like, it's you don't feel like you're exciting enough or? or um, I feel like all my friends one by one are like get dropping like flies and, yeah. and dropping like either moving or being getting pregnant. Well, you're like a uh, like a cicada, you know, you just you're shedding those. Yeah, the, you're right. That shell and and, and then you become this new er thing. Ooh, I am. I'm like John Cicada. <laughs> and and maybe it's it's more about like uh not looking in the past at what isn't anymore and start looking into the next stage oh of gosh. like what could be Ooh, i don't know what I could mean, be is the that, dark underground i like that that's true that's true you get really really dark maybe i should take up like graffiti i think you should take up something I, yeah. I i actually do think you need a hobby and, and the reason i say that is because you are so busy and creative mm-hmm. right but like what do you do that doesn't isn't that like, what do you do? Like, cause like I'm always on, I'm always on. Mm-hmm. I'm either being funny, like, like, Oh, this, this is a joke or whatever. You know, I don't even know what I'm saying right now. Um, Oh my God, I'm going to be my man. <laughs> we are not editing that out. That part out. <laughs> we Which are. Is, the funny, no, we are not. And it's so funny that it's so sad that I like, I'm like, yeah, this is a joke. <laughs> <laughs> my brain doesn't even stop that as no, peculiar no. anymore. My brain I'm, is yeah. not working right now. Oh my god! Uh, Something I do for fun, <laughs> to be honest, is I love like buying paper towels at Target what? and just taking care of. <laughs> so the weirdest fucking fuck I've ever met. Why? Because I, I like doing stuff like that. I don't okay. like sitting at a sports bar. That's my nightmare. Okay, that's not a hobby. Sitting at a sports bar is not a hobby. Or like I don't really see myself getting into birds, as we've talked about before. <laughs> I don't like to practice things. You have like a cartoon idea <laughs> of like what a hobby is. Oh, I guess that's bird watching. I think of a hobby. Do you know anybody that's watching birds in your entire life that you've ever met? Have you ever met someone? Yes. Who? I am, uh, the Ornithologist of America Guild. <laughs> Sometimes I Google it. And <laughs> uh, you know this person. It's not a person. It's a guild. Okay, so there's yeah, many what people. I'm saying is you don't know anybody in your life. Though. No, but I could find I could contact. But someone I'm saying the, the idea that you're going to become a bird watcher is so ridiculous because it's like, who do you know? It's like if I said, um, maybe take up a uh, a sport like oh, maybe you should see me with a hobby. No, like, no I don't want to play fucking you an, recreational kickball. Like I'm people giving, I'm insulted <laughs> if people ask me to do that. <laughs> so, OK, so sports? I'm giving you an example. I'm not saying go do that. What I'm saying like, hobby could I have? Well, even if you're like, I'm going to start, you know, building puzzles because it's a little bit of alone time and I get to shut my brain off a bit and I just. Yeah. I'm just In saying, theory, that you sounds need, okay. good. I don't know if I can see me sitting down with a puzzle. Okay, again, I'm giving examples. I'm not telling you what to do. Oh my gosh, you know what would be good for what? me? What? Is like cooking. Cooking. Cooking would be a good one Perfect. for many different reasons. Perfect. It, you're learning a skill. Yep. I'm. You are... Uh, cutting out some of the sodium in my y- life. Yes, and you... Yes. Okay. Cooking so sounds cooking. great. So why don't I... But I'm not going to cook tonight, but okay. like... Okay, well, well, I'm just saying like you need a hobby <sighs> to relieve this stress that you're yes, dealing with Yes, because right I am now. pent up. You know, just be careful because my my mom used to she would do therapy baking and that would get into some trouble. See, I wish I could be. No, like you don't. You'd be you'd be fifty pounds heavier. No, no, I can't. I physically can't. <laughs> my mom would my therapy bake will. every day. I came home, there'd be cookies pulling out of the oven. <laughs> oh my like, god! Have a rough day. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll have twelve cookies. I do have an update though for some of our listeners that have told us that they're a little bit not frustrated, but 
we've talked a lot about like starting the health thing. Oh, don't and bring it up again. No, I'm going to bring it up again because I have a good update. What's the is good that update? I've slowly been starting to like drink more water and juice and eat a little bit of vegetables. Well, so, good. That that was a great update. Let's I feel move on. that for why are you going to take away my? I'm not taking it away. I just, oh. It's not that big of an update. I think that's a big update. Is I mean, it? yeah, to okay. me it is. I actually, yeah, no, we're not doing this health thing anymore. We're not going to do it anymore, but I also just want to give an advisory for people that do juice beets. Your urine and feces may be pink or red, and that's okay, and please do not think you're bleeding from inside like I did, because if you look at my search history like about two nights ago, (laughs) that was my my hobby. I feel like we should sell your search history. I I can't even imagine what that's like. Like, I can't even imagine. Let's see. Right now, I'm going to give it. I'm gonna, but so basically, I think that's a good like uh, if you were dating someone and you're like, OK, uh, tonight we're going to do a challenge. Um, Justin Bieber spotted cuddling with blonde. <laughs> um, oh, best headphones to sleep in because. OK, because um, you're trying. Oh, abdominal pain and constipation. OK, what teas can be used for constipation. Christina Hendricks <laughs> <laughs> from Mad Men. Cheese of the month club. <laughs> Um, what type, what's the difference between grade A and grade B, honey? <laughs> and how to set sleep timers in the podcast app. So my, oh, man. my search history goes from cheese of the month club to like, do I have an appendicitis? <laughs> to what type of honey is best for me? I'm not going to read you mine because I can't imagine it's good. Oh shit. No, read it for real. How do I get there? It's going to be like sexy Japanese no, girl. Yes, it is. No, it's and not. don't hide it. It's right here. I got it. Okay. So read it out loud for real. Don't be <clears throat> shy. Okay, so I'm gonna skim a little bit. Nope. Um, because you know you go to a couple different sites that then go boom, 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 boom. Oh boom. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So first thing was I ordered a hat off of a, a site called Polar. Okay. P o l e r. They do like camping stuff, but I like this hat. Uh, actors who were fired and replaced <laughs> during <laughs> during the filming, like way deep into it. Uh huh. Yeah, I don't know why I like that. I, I looked that up. <laughs> Uh, Apple pulls back curtain for rare, exhilarating. I can't even read the rest of that. Um, logo design love. I mean, this is how Paul Rand uh, presented logos to clients. Yeah. Um, Deadpool tool two trailer. There's uh, really not any like Irish boobies or no, something like that. No, no, I don't look at any of that. If you want to go on my iPad, now that's a different story. Oh yeah, I don't want to look. Or at as that. Uh, one of my friends calls it, a five hundred dollar porno machine. Yeah, I think it. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, this is all nerd stuff. I'm a nerd. Yeah, I'm a nerd too. No, I mean, no you're not. Cheese of the month. Cheese of the Maybe month. Maybe that's my new hobby is like ordering stuff of the month. No, don't start spending money. Don't. If your mom was listening right now, she'd be like, honey, yeah. I'm worried about yep. you. You're you're buying cheese. <laughs> don't buy cheese. <laughs> On a monthly subscription too. So like <laughs> January is just going to really fuck me up. Do you have any monthly subscriptions to anything? Magazines? Um, no, Net- I don't read Netflix. It. N- oh yeah, Netflix and Hulu. Okay. Um, I don't read any of those kind of like cosmopolitan or glamour magazines anymore. I feel like they're kind of garbage. Yeah, and they are. Like knowing a few of my friends actually wrote for them, and so like seeing that. Wow, really? Yeah, and just seeing that they like the articles aren't always not true, but you know, it's all oh, yeah, smoke it's, it's, and mirrors yeah, and stuff it's, too. It's, it's the same. Yeah, it's, it's the same thing as like Yelp reviews. When you realize that they actually hire people to go write Yelp reviews. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, wait, of course they do. I mean, I'm not, (laughs) of course they do. But like people who are basing everything off Yelp, it's bullshit. Right. Do you know what I mean? I base a lot of 
off of Amazon, and I feel like that's also yeah Amazon reviews. It's like why wouldn't you as a company just pay right. some a bunch of college kid writers to write some amazing review about your product and blah 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 blah. One thing I do subscribe to is that uh, I get jewelry mailed to me, and then I mail it back. <laughs> it's a thing called Roxbox. Jewelry. What are you talking about? So I pick out like different necklaces and earrings I want to wear, and then I wear them for as <laughs> long like as I want. I like how you're getting all weird. And then I mail them back. Why do you mail them back? Well, I am a creature of like of throwing away stuff. So I, I instead of wait a minute, wait a minute. The the and the, I do this with clothes this, too. This whole thing is like you buy the, the jewelry, yep. you wear it, and then you can send it back. Correct. And, and no matter how unscathed. long. Yep. And, and and how much does this service cost? So you, it's a $21 monthly subscription fee. They send you stuff. Yep. You wear it. Sounds it sounds like an ad, but it's really not. You, but we would you, love you it. You wear it, and then you send it back. Exactly. So it's like you're, you're just constantly sending back used shit. Is and then what do they do? When I get to it, when I get it? Or I don't know no, if it's already No, used. I mean, somebody's getting it. it. I don't know what they do with it. Like they once must I'm clean done with it. it. They must clean it. <sighs> what an interesting idea. I know. Well, that is a lot with like, clothes. Yeah, use this. When you're done with it, send it back. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My cheese of the month, whatever I don't eat, I send back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can just be a little bit much, you know, Meryl? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of much, our, uh, your Instagram page, that was la- I was laughing so hard yesterday, Why? but your Instagram page has become like Merylized. <laughs> oh my God, I know. <laughs> I hate me, it. By the time people check it out, you'll probably go back to like no, normal I, photos of like yeah. rainbows and stuff like yeah. that. <laughs> rainbows. Or like, an, a, like a, a I, Converse sneaker against a wall in Mexico or it's, something. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, like no, my my Instagram page. When it first started, I was so excited <laughs> about Instagram years ago because it was like, oh, there's an outlet for like me to be a photographer again, and I hadn't had that excitement in a while because, uh, just short of like having a digital camera and then what posting it on Facebook or whatever at the time, I don't know. But when you have the iPhone and then you have Instagram, it's like immediate. You create something, you put it out there, right? And Instagram then started to get shitty like all things do yeah which is like oh now it's about instagram models and it's pictures of food right 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 but and like, sponsored but, and but ads like not and even pictures of food in a way that's like that's creative it's just like okay you're eating a burrito yeah i don't know <laughs> and then it became like a, a visual diary and then that visual diary turned into just like how do you put your best self forward so that people think that you're living the most right. amazing life and i was like wait this is completely different than what i wanted to get into and now uh <laughs> I was laughing because it's like my page turned into a carnival, a carnival of just a mess of shit. I mean, too many things. And we could trace it back to yeah, the when day I met you. that we became yeah. friends. Well, it's funny because like, again, I was posting all these like kind of cool experiences I was having and it was hardly ever any selfies. And then it slowly turns into like, oh, I'm over here with these people. And now I'm like. Go see my comedy show with this. Oh, and actually, I've got a podcast. Go here. Here's me and Marilyn in a video walking down the street, plugging our thing. And it's like, oh, man, it it really turned into something that I don't I've like. I've hijacked your yeah. Instagram page It's like completely. it's got my cartoon stuff, my Janky Town, my Rift City comedy, uh, Campfire <laughs> Shit Show, uh, Launch Live Art. It's got everything that I'm doing right now. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is bad. And so you just want it to be more like photo journalism. I want it to like- be my personal thing that I can <sighs> don't have to plug shit on. And so I have other accounts to plug that shit, you know? I know, but how do you get people? I guess you just I don't work know. on getting people I, yeah, to follow yeah. that. I'm going to delete those fucking videos, though. Do you also do, like, Snapchat or Twitter? No. Or no oh, my God. Neither. Snapchat makes me fucking cry. Yeah, Ugh. me too. And tweeting, like, I joined Twitter thinking, like, okay, here I come, world. Uh, and even my friend Lauren was like, like, get on tw- or watch Meryl on Twitter before she, like, dominates the world. And then I think I did my first tweet and it got, like, one like. And it was, like, a bot or something. And then ever since then, twi- Twitter has not taken It's true. You'd be really good on off. Twitter. You don't even have uh, my Twitter. 
I said you'd be really good on Twitter. You would think, but I feel like I'm just the problem to is an it takes room. so much time. It's got to be your job. Yeah. Like as a comedian, it makes sense. A comedian right. or a famous person. Uh, here I am. Here's something I'm doing. Uh, a funny thing I'm saying. Right. Under 100 and 200 and whatever characters. But gosh, I just don't know. I you have to say so active. So active. Do you check out who looks at your Instagram story? I don't even know. I've never even done an Instagram Oh, really? Story. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do that I, I, I need to do it. But the this other is night, this is kind of funny. Uh, my friend did an Instagram live uh, movie, right? Mm-hmm. So he, like, starts a live thing. And then you see people come into the room, right? And you see who's joining the room. And then they're writing you little questions. And then he invited me into the conversation video-wise. And it splits the screen in two. Right. Mm-hmm. And now you have two people in two different places doing a live video and then people are asking questions and then you could feel them. I thought, oh, this is what a great, interesting idea. Right. Mm-hmm. And it was funny. As soon as I joined, <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I joined into the room, uh, the next person who joined into the room was my ex-girlfriend. <gasps> the and one I was, that we have, if you yeah, listen to the yeah. episode, go And back I was to like, oh, man, come on. And I just like, I just laughed. I just uh, laughed. And then immediately they just like left the room. <laughs> checking it from Trust Restaurant. Oh, my yeah. God. Careful with that shit. Gosh, <laughs> Mary, you're such a shit. <laughs> I still am an old Facebook girl. Like, yeah. I feel like myself and my aunt and uncles are still like very much heavily on Facebook and I love looking at I've really curtailed it so I see no more animal cruelty like I've really made my Facebook concierge to myself so it's (laughs) like which is hence the cheese of the month (laughs) and constipation teas and all that kind of stuff so I feel like I've spent a long time uh trying to get that get that boom boom uh so we gotta make some changes there no, I don't need to change. No, I meant on Instagram. Oh, okay. On Instagram. Yeah, yeah. you do. You know what we should do is a live uh, a live thing. We'll do that. Where you we and I are take people's questions yeah. and everything we'll like that. take questions. We'll write them down. And I'm totally down with that. You're down? Yes. Oh, I have another thing. I feel like I have so much to tell you today. Tell me. Okay. I recently also uh, hosted or helped host the like little beginning ceremony for the San Diego Music Awards. Oh, So as nice. people came in, yes. bands, a.k.a. musicians... I don't you? know if you know about that. Yes, I know. Uh, we got to speak with them and ask wait, them questions. Did, wait, did you talk to Danny Bell? Uh, no, I didn't so see her. Hot. She was there. I know you God, love she's her. She's so hot. Okay, anyway, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, I, I know. I feel like that's you. That's who you used to take Instagram photos of. of like I know. Your inspiration Pinterest okay, girl. Anyway. Uh, and I was interviewing someone, this guy Bart, who I really like and look up to. He is, he's been a music journalist for a long time. And it was my big like, okay, here we go. This is great. And he was, I asked him to do like a full e-news thing where he showed us his, like what he was wearing from head to toe. And I thought he was just speaking and his, he put his like head down to show us his shoes. So I put the microphone up to his face to try to like capture with what he was saying about his shoes. And the microphone hit him in the eye and his glasses. (laughs) 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 And so this is live streaming on the San Diego Music Awards page. Like people are there. And so his like sweet little eye and his glasses get like bunked in the head and everything what did he say he laughed it off but like as we were continuing the interview i saw his like eyes started to turn from pink to red to purple no. and yeah it was like oxidizing in front of me Shut i up. swear i felt so, i was actually genuinely worried because i'm like i could have really hurt his eye but my takeaway from that besides that moment was that i really love the san diego music community and i know oh, i yeah, talk it's awesome is i know it's, uh, it's nothing to do in san diego i'll tell you that yeah, it's true. I, I mean, I don't really go see music or partake in it. That's your problem. I like it. 
You should go see it. Experience. Maybe I should go to like the symphony or something. Yes, something. Have you been? No. Stop your bullshit complaining. I know. You're only bored if you're boring. That's what I always say. Mr. When, Rogers says if that. I, yeah. Is that what he said? No, he says, won't you be my neighbor? Oh, speaking of, I don't want to hang out with our neighbor. <laughs> I think our neighbors are swingers. Wait, your actual neighbors? Yeah. Next door to yep. you? At your house? Yes. And I'm saying I think for cases of defamation and libel. But you know they are. And, wait, you would say. I get the vibe. I get the vibe that they're always like, hey, neighbors. Like, they definitely want to hang out. Maybe they're us in a few years. People are going to think that we're, we're swingers because they're just very available to do, like, double dates. They want to do double dates. Yeah. And I get the vibe from it. I, re- I really, really do. She's very, like. <laughs> they're always walking around naked. And you see <laughs> constant, uh, like, hordes of people just, like, going in and out of their house. They're our housewarming party. She just, like, laid on the table naked. <laughs> and we put sushi on her. <laughs> that was our housewarming <laughs> present. But, no, they're nice people. But, yeah. you know, when you just get a vibe of, like. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. I'm not into that at all. Yeah. So there's a lot to do between. Avoiding the neighbors, not going to see music. It's funny how much uh, swingers slash threesomes have come up in my adult life and that they never came up in my youth. Really? Yeah. I feel like they came up more in college. Really? Yeah. You would think so, but I guess that just wasn't me. Wait, where did you go to school? Bowling Green State University, Ohio. Is that in Ohio? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and there was no bow threesomes there? There was one time. There was one time I was in a bed with uh, with two people, but we didn't. I don't know. I I think it was about to start, and Mm -hmm. then it was just like, well, okay, I'm gonna go. You went? Yeah, it was just like this weird thing because I was friends with both of them, and I was like, this is not gonna. This is not. I'm not doing this. It's a guy and a girl, and I was like, I'm not. uh, Oh, a guy and a girl. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, well, there was no, there was no like touching, uh, like he and I never touched, but like there was clearly like some activity going on between the girl oh. and both of us. And then I was like, you guys are my friends. Yeah. That's like, kind of I don't want to do this. Right. And I kind of like got up and got out and then, uh, yeah, they totally banged. So, oh my gosh, <laughs> bowling green. Yeah, I know. Well, it gets cold there. I think it was like we all stayed in town for Easter break. <laughs> it gets so cold like, there. So what else do you do, right? Yeah, I was the same, or not. I wasn't the same way, but it was like that in Syracuse. Yeah, a lot of uh, drinking and fraternizing, as fraternizing. they would say. So my friend owns a uh, gin distillery. Okay, mm-hmm. and really great gin. So it's called Old Harbor Distillery here in San Diego, and they make gin. Uh, coffee liqueur and rum and so uh he had invited me to go to this thing and i i'm always down to have a little bit of adventure okay and he's like i'll oh, come to this uh there's this thing called uh hillel or hillel oh, hillel the jewish one yeah the jewish yes. whatever yes okay You're so speaking my language they were having this special event and in la jolla okay and oh. so at scripts, that's where you need to meet the girls at script something okay yep and I think it was Scripps Research Medical. Okay. Uh, it wasn't the La Jolla JCC, right? The Jewish Community Center? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. They were having something that was such essentially like a Jewish version, I think, of the American Idol contest, <laughs> which seems weird, right? But whatever. So we um, we go. He's like, oh, I'm going to go showcasing my gin. Uh, and so we're just going to give out like free samples, free drinks. And so... I was hoping that I could like talk about the gin and then you could help me make the drinks. And I was like, yeah, I, I'm not a bartender by any means, but I'll go with you. And so uh, head up there and we get there and there are two bars set up across the way. And they're actually, it's a catered event. And 
people are going to come who paid for the ticket. They were going to come and they have free hors d'oeuvres. Oh my god, was it Jewish food? It it was like all kosher. Yeah, it was all <gasps> kosher food. Oh my people! And I'm so hungry. What was funny is we got there, and what we didn't realize is that we weren't just showcasing the gin. They needed bartenders, like actual oh, like no. bartenders for the event. So you're pouring like Manischewitz wine. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, luckily I was with uh it was me and my friend and then another girl and uh we just had to I had to like switch gears. I thought I was going for this like fun event and then <laughs> all of a sudden I'm put, I'm a, I'm a fucking bartender. I've <laughs> never like, been a bartender. Yeah, yeah. And real? I'm just kind of like uh-oh. I wouldn't know how to do so Dude, did they I, expect you to make mixed I, like, I, I no, it was beer wine and then like uh he was making cocktails at one bar so it was me and her on our own at the one bar and we were working and what i was gonna say is is like you know everyone's jewish yeah and then here i am okay she's black or or half black and i'm this white guy and here we are serving it up for these jewish people it just felt like I don't know, and I'll tell you this: this is what ultimately what I wanted to get to is they did not tip very well oh. at all, at all. I know they don't. We're they don't make that much as lawyers and doctors. Oh right, I'm just kidding. right, I'm just right. Kidding. My people, we own the media. They we were a little. Everything. I mean, and I don't want to, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but I mean, they were a little bossy. Oh shoot, very bossy. See, because the, these were rich people. You know, uh, I think it was less about them being Jewish and more about them being no, no, entitled. No, no, it's also about being Jewish. Believe me, but. This one woman was like, I'm not waiting in this line. Just give me what I want. And I was uh, like, Ugh. See, I am so Jew- I'm so proud yeah. to be Jewish. Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yes. Well, I thought of you the whole time. I was like, oh, man, I'm bartending at a Jewish whatever. Oh, I know. I was so ignorant. <laughs> this guy comes up. No, the woman comes up and goes, is this is this wine? <laughs> is this wine kosher? And I was like, is that a thing? Yes. Okay. So, and, and that's that's why I said I um and so ignorant on it oh you didn't know i didn't know next podcast we're gonna drink so wait, some so so wait a minute what makes what makes wine kosher they slaughter it naturally <laughs> i don't know about wine i know with no with, but it's just blessed right it's, yeah it has I think to it's be blessed, blessed so there's like, some dude that's blessing wine oh how do you get that job you found it on like monster.com and he's like, I'm Irish. I just, <laughs> I, need, I was out of work. I'm not even Jewish. <laughs> the factory job um, laid me off. So yeah, I'm just kind of like, wait a minute. It, it, it just, so when something's kosher, it's I know just, with meat, oh no, when it it's means halal, it's blessed. I know for meat, that means they like slaughter the animal quickly and humanely. Usually like they cut it by the jugular. Oh, I swear there's something about the way that's that, what makes it kosher. Yeah, and then they bless the meat. I don't think you know what you're talking about. I, I don't know. I don't know They completely. bless it. I think it's blessed, meaning that it's pure and whatever. They bless it, but there also is something they cut it But I didn't know that, 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 that something about wine. I guess I always just thought kosher was like, you follow, I, I'm really milk ignorant. Milk and meat? Like you can't have yeah, milk and meat right, 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 You can't right. have shellfish? That's what I thought. It was like, uh, kosher means like, we made sure there's no milk in this. We make sure there's no cheese over here rubbing up against that meat. Mm. We know, we, you know, this meat was, uh, you know, come from animals that weren't, eating these horrible things or blah, 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 right, blah, right, right. right. But it's like, when he said, do you have kosher wine? I was like, what the fuck is going to be in wine? I mean, I think of Manischewitz, but that's really it. I'm I don't really, know. I, I honestly, our listeners are probably like, you guys are dumb. No, but we, like, I just don't, I didn't know. I didn't know. We're going to have to have camper of the week. Oy vey style. Oy, oy vey. <laughs> the Yiddish. We'll have to go sometime to a deli, a local deli, and I will order for you matzo ball soup, kreplach, 
you get something in your throat over there? <laughs> no, my jugular. No, that's what you get. <sighs> well, so anyway, I served the Jews. Well, thank you for your... I served Maybe that's a little ju- bit of reparation for how uh, is much it okay to call? Is it okay to say the, Jew- the yeah. Jews? I mean, with me... Uh, Some people get so uptight. It's like, we're Jewish people or like, you, you don't call us Jews. But it's like, I don't know. What do you call white people? The whites. That, so or, that's the yeah. thing. It's like, I don't know. I mean, like, what do you call people who aren't Jewish? It is kind of weird. I was talking about this actually. Um, I'm really throwing it out there. I'm just kind of spitballing here. But it's like, okay, so you, you call black people black people, right? Oh, he's a, oh, oh you, mean, you know George, right? George, the, the, the tall, the black guy? Yeah. But you never ever do that with white people. No, I know. Oh, you, unless well, you're, I guess, unless you're maybe, if you're a black person right, talking about the one the white guy in the room. You that's know? like the, it's sad that our sociology still kind of sees yeah. a big difference of like, but also th- it is identifying of, I think our like natural ancestry, just the way our minds work is like, this person is Asian. This person is like, right. our brain compartmentalizes right. everything. So yeah, if there is a group of like 10 black men and they're talking about Ted, the white guy, they probably are going to say yeah. Ted, the white you guy. No, a little white guy. But yeah. that doesn't mean anything to be like, subversive that's just a way that our brain would like help others identify it yeah like back in the caveman days they're probably like but it's like when i say oh yeah i i I bartended for a bunch of jews that's kind of weird i would say for a bunch of jewish successful (laughs) people (laughs) just go straight (laughs) did you see lots of cute girls there because i feel like there were some cute girls um, and there was this one girl had hella style i was just like i actually said it i'm like it's kind of funny. The confidence really comes out when you're in charge of the beer and the wine. Because they come up, you go, hey, you know, you just start talking. It's so easy. They want something from you. You're going to give it to them. And uh, this one girl walked up and I was just immediately, she walked up. I was like, holy moly, look at you. Your style is on point. And she's like, thank really? you. Yeah. It was just so easy. It's so easy to give a compliment. No, you need to take me shopping. No. Come on. Let's we talk about that diet. Like, we were, no, I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> we could have like our own the pretty woman montage where like <laughs> where you I go come in. out in different outfits and then like like one scene I have like my baseball cap on backwards and like, <laughs> you're, you're holding my purse. like So. <laughs> what was that? So. so yes. Okay. So I have. Yes. A camper of the week for us. You do? Uh-huh. It's that time already. It's that time Let's do it. already. Roll call. And now it's time for the camper of the week. Okay. This one comes from our camper, Melissa. Hey, Melissa. And I love the, I thought this was a spam email at first. I'm not going to lie because the title of the email is when you're referred to as fucking bridezilla. Oh. And I feel like those that's also goes along the lines of some of like the spam that I get. That's of, funny because like it, like I thought it was spam first because the uh, subject line was spam. <laughs> <laughs> like $10 off green tea supplements. But like, okay, so this okay, is so a really the, good okay, one. Okay, so I'm the question is. Okay, so when you're referred to as fucking bridezilla, is this a friend bringing you back down to earth telling you to stop being crazy? I mean, how do you even respond to this? P.S. I was not even a bride to be. Which is that's a little okay. So so in some situation, somebody said to her, "Stop being a bridezilla." Yes, and Mm. uh, okay, I have bridezilla used to be funny. It used to be funny. It was like before uh, it became just a term that everyone uses. Mm -hmm. It was almost like like someone be like, "Oh God, she's she's like bridezilla over here." It's like almost funny, but now it's like 
Bridezilla. You know. Yes, it's a way for women to own. It's like yeah. those T-shirts that are like not getting up today or yeah. something. It's like no, Namaste. you might have seasonal depression. It's In not bed. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like don't write it on a T-shirt. And same thing. I agree. Actually, that's a good point, Bo. We're like bridezillas it's like no you're just being like a bitch don't yeah, you're just being a bitch it's, it's their way of saying you're being a bitch right okay, so i've been uh in many a weddings and a, as a bridesmaid oh always a bridesmaid <laughs> but, <laughs> never a bridezilla never a bridezilla <laughs> i know i would not be a bridezilla but yes you would uh in your own way i can tell oh my goodness i can tell meryl i can tell you would be crying at least 30 times the day of Real, the day oh, of because things of aren't working and nothing's perfect i am very particular i know particular particular <laughs> Part. so uh a few of the weddings and no one's gonna know because i've genuinely been in so many that that i have been in uh have been bridezilla so, so one the brides comes to were mind bridezillas. yeah i've okay. been in many where the brides are like yeah. wonderful and awesome there's yeah. a few of my friends i'm almost like how are you so calm and collected like my last right. friend on her wedding day she like cooked breakfast for everyone but uh uh this particular one was at a very it was in june or july be in, careful in be boston so ca- oh, be, oh now we're getting very very specific it was in boston it was many years ago and I love this person. And normally they have a very cool head, very like normal, decent young lady. But it was held in a church in the middle of like. Oh, stop right there. Yes, I know. <laughs> no, so kidding. you have the heat of Boston. Okay. The Boston summer. So Boston summer. In a church. Humid. Which is already like yep. I'm repenting no for my AC, sins. No AC probably. No AC. No, no, no. So yeah. this is a very big wedding. Yep. And uh, it was just kind of a very, I think the East Coast also places a lot more importance on like outdoing each other at weddings and just like the big ceremonies. Really? More than California? I think so. Really? I think there's a little bit of like wedding wars that go on within the East Coast. Okay. Like, I don't know. So I was a bridesmaid and um, this was the ceremony was just very like, it wasn't relaxed. It was kind of uptight. And at one point, the only thing the bride said to me that whole day, like I flew in from California to be there. I got one sentence said to me, at one point she looked over to me and just like growled at me saying like, don't step on my dress. <laughs> and that was it. And really? I was standing there. Yeah. So halfway through the ceremony, I got that feeling of like, okay, I'm worried that I'm going to somehow mess this up. My friend is clearly not having that much fun. And I started to feel that feeling of like your knees wobbly and the, everything was starting to get like. You were a bridesmaid. I was a bridesmaid. Yeah. And I'm standing up at the church. And I'm yeah, on, you know, the yeah. church has already freaked me out. And oh, then no. like it's, it's a hundred degrees. Oh, no. I, the only thing she has said to me is to not step on her dress and not oh, screw it up somehow. Fuck. And I tell the other bridesmaid, uh, I think I'm going down. Like, I think I'm fainting. <laughs> like <laughs> I wanted to announce to everyone to give them enough time. Like my knees were, you know, I was just starting to feel that like feeling. And so, and, and this girl looks at me, this girl, Becca looks at me and goes, do not faint. And so like, then I was getting yelled at for even feeling faint. And stuff. And so I'm like, this is the worst. I'm just trying to hold it together and not faint. My blood sugar is plummeting. So basically like the next day I just flew back to California and this person is wonderful since. And I think she just had like a brief day of, there's a lot of pressure. There's a brief course, pressure on a day. Like yeah, or there's that. A lot and, of pressure, and honestly, yeah. I've shot a couple of weddings just being a photographer. And, and I realized very quickly, like, Nope, don't want to do this because there's so much pressure on, uh, making sure that someone else's day is perfect in every way. And it just, you, I have so much like, Ooh, I I look so highly on people who are dealing with weddings 
all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you yeah. imagine? Because even like mothers. Can you imagine being a wedding planner? No. I mean, that that's. There's no way. Unless you're fucking crazy. Right. Why that would must be that? like the, the hardest jobs. Like, we're going to make your day perfect. Yeah. You are it's the like, star today. Why don't you bring your expectation down? And just be like, hey, we're going to get all our friends and family together and we're going to celebrate them by getting married and show them how much we love each other and thank them for all that they have done for us to get us here. Right. You know? It's almost never like that. So my take on it is I don't really like a bridezilla, but I think I will be one when it's my day and I'm the special one. (laughs) (laughs) So her question was what? Just so we make sure that we've actually um, addressed it. Yeah. So her question was when you're referred to as a fucking bridezilla, is this a friend bringing you back down to earth? Okay. Uh, And she wasn't even a bride to be. So I guess it's like you can be a bridezilla when you're engaged. You can be a bridezilla when you're. I think bridezilla has just become the new word for bitch without saying bitch. Yeah. And especially in this case, she said you're being a bridezilla, but she wasn't even a bride to be. So it's probably a friend trying to tell you like, hey, bring it back a notch. You know, Mm -hmm. don't you think? Yeah. Um. Because I don't think someone who really didn't like you would just say bridezilla. Right. They would say, you know, you're being a bitch. Or you're, you know, or just would say nothing. Right, that's someone true. Bridezilla is adding a little bit of like levity to it. Yeah, and someone who's willing to go out there and say, yes, um, you are a little bit much right now. Is someone who really cares about you probably. Yes, and it's all about expectations. I think some ladies have really high expectations of how romance in general is supposed to go. I think even like... People on Valentine's Day can have a lot of expectations and get that dashed, and then yeah. you're quoted as a Valentinezilla. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it's probably time. For you want to play that, Diddy? Yep. Play it. See my boo and my bow, and now it's time for a little bit slower. That was a Diddy and a half. It was. That was a Diddy and then some Oy Vey. Oh, okay, boy. So what's, your th- what's your s'more this My week? s'more is a Netflix show that we just watched, um, which has been like old news for many, many years. <laughs> Why are you hysterically laughing at me? Uh, I feel like I'm doing a book report. For okay, some so w- what's, the, what's the show? You are hysterically laughing at me. It's a movie. I keep on oh, getting everything confused. Music. And it's about like Rodriguez, that famous South African oh, musician. The- I feel like this has been... Like old news for a few years, but uh, my boyfriend searching for Sugar Man. Yes, so we just watched that, yeah. and I really like his music. So okay, great. we've been listening to the soundtrack of that. Yeah, it's a little repetitive, but it's good. It is a little bit repetitive, and the movie made me cry yeah, because I can't believe that he didn't know that all this was. Okay, going don't, on. don't, 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 cry don't, don't. Just go see Searching for my Sugar Cryzilla. Man. It's a good, it's a good movie. Mm-hmm. You're Cryzilla. Mm-hmm. Cry me a river, Zilla. What about you? This week, my little s'more. <laughs> Your little, my, my little, little. Yeah. Uh, I got a couple things. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of records. I got a really cool record player, and it's uh, it's actually Bluetooth, which is crazy. It, like from across the room, wirelessly hooks up uh, to my stereo, makes it so easy. That is so like Palm Springs. I feel like you satisfy I know. The, I know. that satisfies every need of an Instagram person. So I've got some good records, and I think you should go check them out. Here we go. Okay. I got like five or six. Hit I've me. got Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass. Yep. It's amazing. I've got uh, Robert Finley, uh, the record Age Don't Mean a Thing. Really AIDS? good. Age. Uh, I also have uh, Fly Me to the Moon and the Bossa Nova Pops, which is a great album. Okay. I've got Vic Pitts and the Cheaters. I don't know what that is. But Just it go check good. it out. Look okay. up the Lost Tapes. It's a fucking Do great. Do you really like these ones or is this things you buy to look good? 
No, these are things that I like. Okay. It's not like in the record store you're like, I'll get this because you know that someone will be like, no, good choice, man. I don't buy records like that. Okay. I don't, I don't listen to music just to, yeah. Just no. to be cool. Chet Baker oh, yeah. sings. I've seen he him. sings in this. Mm-hmm. I love it. Holy fuck. This album is so good. And I, I read a really great story about Chet Baker, how he's fucking crazy. He used to like break bottles on stage and like threaten people's lives. Really? Yeah. I like that part. Chet Baker. And we'll be giving all these albums away. On yeah. Our... Uh, right in uh, <laughs> with the answer. No. Um. Yeah. Just a couple things, you know. Nice. Whatever. <laughs> uh, Bo, I feel like you're. I love you. I love um, you too. Let's let's go. Let's get out of here. Yeah, you want to go get some lunchy? Yeah, let's get some lunchy. Okay. Well, it's always good to sit around and talk about nothing and everything all at once. <laughs> we should do this again. What do you What do you say? Because I like it. Say? I just feel like you're acting like a mannequin right now or Me? something. Yeah. No. I feel like your epinephrine Stop levels it. are changed. I am going crazy. Today. I know. Yeah, I feel it. I okay, love you. I love you too. See you, listeners. Bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was produced by me, your friendly camp counselor, Jeremy Stock. Hey, campers, if you want to be the next camper of the week, email campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at Campfire Shit Show, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes.